Hello and welcome to this podcast. My name is Alex Morgan and I am the owner of Tiny Blue Rocket. So in today's podcast we are going to look at business after the pandemic. So as we record this we are in the grips of an incredibly serious um, pandemic with the COVID-19 virus that's sweeping across the world and bringing life to a standstill for so many people. I mean at, at the point of recordingness in Britain we are almost one week into a, uh, a lockdown and an enforced self-isolation where you can only go out and if you need essential resources. So it's very easy um, and I find myself doing it often at times kind of focusing on today and tomorrow thinking about the virus and its impact and what's happening and focusing very much on negative aspects especially short-term aspects of what's going on and I wanted today to look ahead to look at life after the pandemic and what it'll be like for businesses and for business owners like myself after when we've gone back to some version of normality when this has all been resolved. So we're going to think about what life will be like for a business and for business owners after COVID-19. So we've experienced many um, difficult things in the world of business, in the world of finance and in, in the world of just living in Britain in the last 12 years with um, financial crashes, recessions, austerity and many many more um, things that have popped up along the way which have made it a tumultuous time in, in our history. So one thing for certain though, whatever happens with this pandemic, life will not go back to how it was before. There will be a completely different landscape for business and for life after this pandemic. So if you look at the moment, um, things like restaurants, cafes and pubs have been forced to close. And what we're seeing increasingly are these businesses are thinking about how they can survive and how they can grow and adapt and be flexible to this situation they're placed in with their businesses being closed by the government. What quite a lot of them are doing is starting to offer a takeaway service. So many of these businesses before were not offering takeaways. It was not something they did or certainly not not something they offered regularly. But because of the situation they're in, they're having to pivot and be agile to survive. And they're now starting to offer takeaway services. And the question is, thinking about the future, is how many of these pubs, restaurants, cafes, etc. will carry on offering takeaways after the pandemic? I, I would guess that quite a few of them will continue doing this afterwards. Because before the pandemic, before the um, for where we are right now, the food delivery and takeaway market in Britain had boomed to be worth £6.2 billion per year. It's one of the fastest growing business sectors with stuff like Just Eat and Uber Eats taking over. So many businesses are popping up which are entirely takeaway orientated. Uh, I, was, I saw something recently about... Um, about um, cafes and businesses and restaurants opening up that do not have a physical storefront or shop you can go in to buy food. They are entirely focused on a takeaway model, just using Just Eat or other companies like that to ship out their food. And the existing restaurants, cafes, pubs that are adopting this takeaway model in the last couple of weeks, they have been in opposition to that growing trend. They have been working against that by offering a sit-down meal or food within their establishment. And while 
terms like on-trend are ones that I don't, I don't particularly like using. Um, businesses do need to look at trends going forward and think about what is it that are people that people are increasingly wanting to do. So for all these cafes, restaurants and pubs that had never offered takeaway services, so many of them will continue to do that after the pandemic. And a situation they've been placed in, forced into, has meant that they have to offer these takeaway services in the future and in at this point in time as well. So being on trend, the businesses who were already doing that, it's been very easy because they just will just carry on offering takeaways anyway. And it's been more painful for the ones who've never adopted those market trends and gone with the process of having takeaways. So I think this can be a lesson for people with their business is to follow trends, to look at what's changing in your industry and to be flexible with your approach to business. And one of the important things to flexibility is having multiple revenue streams. There are so many businesses that have a very simple process. You would go into the shop and buy the thing. But what happens when that business isn't open anymore? Looking at um, brick and mortar businesses at the moment, the ones like the ones that are shops, if they don't offer food or medicine as their primary reason for being open, at the moment in Britain, these shops are shut. They cannot be open. So if businesses that are entirely rely on footfall into their physical business, their physical shop, they cannot make any money at the moment. There is no trade for them. Unless, of course, they had adopted being online. And that's the important thing for any business going forward, is fully embracing the online world of business. Because those brick-and-mortar businesses that aren't online, that don't use a website, who don't get the most out of the internet for their business, will be the ones who will struggle at this moment in time. But the clothes shops, the electrical shops, who already have an e-commerce store, they will ride through this reasonably, I would say reasonably well, but they'll, they'll find it very difficult, but they will have money coming in. People will still want to buy clothes, especially if this period lasts for months. Electrical shops were still doing very well while people are doing DIY around the house, fixing things they haven't often had the time to fix before. So businesses that are based online or have a function online will do okay out of this crisis. But the ones who have never really adopted the online world and have an online presence, they will be the ones, unfortunately, who will struggle. So what this this unbelievably difficult crisis is showing us is the importance of being online as a business. Now, not all businesses can be online, of course. I mean, if you're something like a driving instructor or a hair salon or an oven cleaner, for instance, you can't really do that online. You can't teach someone to drive online. You can't cut someone's hair via email and you certainly can't clean someone's oven through Facebook. You need to physically be there. So it's not easy for those businesses to have a straightforward business model that still works online. But things like driving instructors, hair salons, oven cleaners, those sort of industries, they can use their website, a blog, their social media to drive traffic and 
to monetize those sorts of things. They can offer things like a Patreon um, online paid subscription service where you give people tips for how to do their hair or advice for doing your theory tests for your driving or as if you're an oven cleaner, tips to look after and maintain and look and and, and to clean the oven yourself as you're going along before you rely on this expert. You can sell these skills online and monetize your knowledge and your expertise in an online way while still running a business in a physical way by physically taking people for driving lessons, physically cutting hair, physically going out and providing a deep clean to someone's oven. You can you can have those multiple revenue streams online and offline running at the same time. So if we were to have a crisis where the internet stopped working, you still got your physical business. If you can't run your physical business because of a pandemic, you've got your online services that will still function. And that is the important thing for businesses going forward. It's that flexibility, that agility, and the and the chance to just move with the times, with the trends, and to keep generating that recurring income one way or other. And then one of the other important things we need to think about, of course, at, at the moment in time is is finances and the pressure it's putting on people. So as time goes by, people are currently living in a in a world where we are very much focused on what's happening right now and the impact of it. I mean, from my point of view, I've got two young children who would normally be at school or nursery who are now at home running around and I'm trying to run a business and do other other things um, business-wise online whilst also I'm looking after them, teaching them how to do their maths and English and doing phonics lessons online and also batch cooking food so we've got enough in the freezer in case one of us is poorly and we do have to self-isolate for for 14 days. All these things are going on and it's important to take some time within that. Very difficult to do, to focus on, on the business. So going forward, businesses will need to think about their website make sure they are relying heavily on the online world to drive in traffic, to create revenue streams. And the website is an important way to do that. So back, come back to the finances. At the moment, I might be, you know, if I was saying to you, get your website improved, let's work on it now while you are at home with the children, when you can find some time between lessons and screaming and running around and noise, take some time to work on your website and make it better for your business but you'll be saying i can't afford to do that you know we're looking at somewhere in the region of three five hundred five hundred quid minimum for a nice new improved website with the world as it is right now with finances especially for business owners self-employed people it's very very difficult so at tiny blue rocket what we are offering in this period are fully flexible payment plans we are another business who are seeing a big downturn in the money we're generating and we know what it's like. So what we are offering to any business who needs a new improved website, come to us, pay what you can afford now and then when things are settled down and when we go back to whatever normal is afterwards, you can then pay the rest later. We're being fully flexible with those options. We want to help businesses survive. We want to help you through this crisis 
and we understand that finances are one of the things that are most hit for your business at the moment. So come to us. We can help you with your website. We can help improve your online presence and you can pay what you want now. There's no interest payments. There's no charges. You just pay the rest when you can and when business picks up after the pandemic. So we'll do some more um, blog posts soon, podcasts soon, looking at things like our payment plans and things you can add to your website to help have different revenue streams coming in through the online world. So feel free today to get in touch with us via tinybluerocket.co.uk. Reach out to us, get in touch, find out more via email or via phone call about our payment plans and how we can help you and your business. So when the next financial or pandemic crisis comes, your business will be able to ride that storm and come out the other side as a success. So thank you for listening, and I look forward to you listening to our next podcast.